0: Welcome to the Crimson Circle Connection Center we're here for the shout from the emergent series and we're ready to get started we know that you are watching or listening from crimsoncircle.com and we welcome you and hope that you can feel the wonderful energies in this studio and your energy because Adamus channels based on feeling our energy. So feel that and radiate into that. Jeff Hoppe is here. And Jeff is ready to channel Adamus, but I don't know how you get ready for something like that because Adamas always has so much to share. Take the good deep breath and feel. Feel into this. This now moment, breathe with presence, awareness, and allowing. Take the good deep breath and allow yourself permission to really feel this experience, to really feel into it. Breathe from the heart of you, from the heart of you. Take that good deep breath, of consciousness and awareness, and invite Adamus in close, if you choose. He's here, every breath, every step.
1: I am that I am, Adamas of Sovereign Domain. Ah, let's take a deep breath, and welcome in 2019. Welcome in 2019. Uh, How many of you – let's turn these lights up, because it's going to be about you for a little bit here – how many of you actually thought you'd make it this far into 2019? (laughs) (laughs) Probably you thought you would. How many didn't think you would make it or were were just kind of wondering? 2019, when you thought – even 20 years ago, that seems like a long time away. How many did not weren't quite sure they were going to make it into 2019? Uh, I say there should be more hands up. Oh, maybe they're all online. Uh, it's you know it's kind of an interesting thing. There's almost that um, struggle that's going on within part of you thinking you just weren't going to stay here a long time in this lifetime. Uh, some of you thinking, yeah.
0: But some it, Thomas, of, you told us we were sticking around. You told us. I,
1: I said, no, shouldn't we no, believe I, you? I said, if you want to stay around, <laughs> if you want to stay around, that's why. I also, at one point, I said, if it's only five of you, because that's about all I expected would stay around. But, <laughs> but you made it. Twenty nineteen, big year. Twenty nineteen is going to be bigger than twenty twenty. Twenty twenty sounds better, you know. Twenty twenty, but twenty nineteen is going to be a bigger. Uh, I, I would go as far as to say, better year for you than twenty twenty. 2020 is going to be kind of a bore after this year. (laughs) Uh oh You'll need it for the Uh nice relaxation. A bore? (laughs) Before we do anything else, though, anything else, let's take a good deep breath. How about a quantum breath into allowing?
2: Hmm.
1: Into allowing. It's perhaps the most sacred gift you could give to yourself is just allow. This journey is natural. It's going to happen. By taking a deep breath and allowing, you allow yourself, you allow the divine, the master, all of you to be here. Not scattered in pieces somewhere else, not the divinity out in some godforsaken heaven somewhere, but when you take a deep breath and allow, you let it all be here. There's no real mystery in any of this, other than when the human gets involved and starts tinkering around with. A very natural process called Realization. Sooner or later it'll happen to everybody who comes by way of Earth. Uh, What you probably learned, noticed up until now, is that when you get all involved in it, you try to figure it out, you try to work your Realization, it's a real struggle. Uh, Things fall apart. When you simply allow, I mean allowing yourself, allowing your journey, allowing your experiences, allowing the Master. When you allow, then there seems to be that synchronicity. Everything just kind of falls into place and just kind of happens. And then, of course, the human freaks out, oh, I've got to control, I've got to manage, I've got to dictate what's done. Let's start this year out with a great big huge allowing. Let yourself enjoy this year. This year, this year you're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna call it the year of new friends. Year of new friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of you laugh because you don't have any friends and you can't imagine. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's and it's natural too that you'd lose a lot of friends along the way because they don't quite understand. It was kind of difficult to talk to them about what you're going through. Weirdos. Weirdos sometimes even other chambra. Uh, so, you get to that thing, not a lot of friends in your circle, uh, but this year, 2019, is going to be the year of new friends. I can see some of you thinking, I don't really want new friends. I've <laughs> uh, no, Been there, done that. Too much work. These friends are different. These friends are going to be very different, and we'll get into that in today's Shout. But for now, how about that good deep breath of allowing? I was at the Ascended Masters Club on New Year's Eve, decided to hang out there. It had been a long year. I was kind of tired, just needed to relax a little bit, and uh, one of the other Ascended Masters came up to me, uh, Mesra. Mesra, Uh very attractive woman – ooh, can I say that these days? Woman? Nah, you can't. Oh, very tra- a person, a person, a oh, former person came up to me, Mesra. You know, you get to the Ascended Masters Club and you can put on anything you want. You can be a man, a woman, uh, both at one time, why not? You can do anything you want, but there's still kind of a tendency that you'll notice when you get there is that the Ascended Masters tend to kind of still outfit themselves from their most previous lifetime on Earth. They still tend to walk around in that identity, projecting it out to others. I think because they consider it to be the most special lifetime uh even ones who are famous uh may not take on that famous person persona they'll take on their last lifetime persona so there is that what I love about <laughs> realization the ascended masters club and being an ascended master is is you can you can play any game any story you want you can act it out, you can. You can act very human uh, in the at the Ascended Masters Club. You know, we drink a lot of scotch and, and bourbon and fine wine and eat a lot of food. You can still do these things, but you realize it's all kind of a beautiful story, a beautiful illusion. You don't get trapped in it. You don't get addicted to it. And before I go any further with the story of Mesra, you know I've said it before, uh and I'll say it again. There's absolutely nothing on this earth, whether it's chemicals or minerals or anything else, that's actually addictive. Nothing. Physically addictive. Mentally addictive, ayah. And you could believe that you're addicted to a physical substance, but it's really just a mental addiction. So with that understanding, it's relatively actually easy to get over He's staring at. Getting over addictions. <laughs> I think dear Linda Visa is going to talk to Calder afterwards about his mental addiction to cigarettes. Uh, but so you really can't get addicted to anything, and I say that because I'd like you to start being free of your fears that you're going to go back to drinking too much or smoking too much pot. well, you are doing that anyway, uh, and or whatever it happens to be. Addictions for chambra are going to be a thing of the past, uh, really, because with your new relationship with energy and an understanding of what an addiction actually is, it's going to be a thing in the past. You're now free to enjoy life without worrying about getting addicted. Isn't that nice?: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you're going you're to really start to realize, for those who are addicted, oh, the hell they're putting themselves through. And, and the blame and the, the hopelessness at times, and it's really just a mental thing. It's like a, a form of hypnosis. But to continue with my story, I was talking to Mesra, and she said, you know, they taunt me sometimes, because uh, I guess I'm a little, a little pompous once in a while.
2: No! Uh, no, 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 no. no. A-
1: and I'm a little … oh, I hear all sorts of words now coming in. <laughs> Arrogant might be a good word, uh, once in a while. Uh, but more than anything, it's actually I'm just really proud, really proud uh, of everything you're doing. And I know it's hard. It's hard. And you really know how to make it hard but <laughs> now I'm really, really proud of how far we've come. And she said, so, uh, Damas, so what's, what's with Shambra these days? What are you going to be doing in 2019? What's the big thing? And I thought about it for a moment and I said, you know, Mesra, it's time, it's really time for new friends, new friends, and that's what we're going to do this year and that's how we're going to kick things off today.
0: Human? Human friends?
1: I'm not going to define it quite yet. Mm. I'll leave the mystery the suspense. Mm. So, and that's always … I love giving a little theatrical lessons to. You get to be a master, an embodied master on this planet. You, know, you got your stuff together, and nothing really phases you, bothers you, overwhelms you, unless you wanted to, just for the fun of it. But as the master, you also learn, take on that sense of theatrics, theatrics. Now. I know that I had a past incarnation as one of the greatest playwrights in the world uh, that the world's ever seen, but I learned a lot from. It was kind of a despicable character, that Shakespeare, but I learned a lot uh, in that lifetime. Act it out. Play it out. Go from gray to colorful. Have a sense of timing. Timing. Do you know what timing is? Yes. It's not just everything is delivered in the same all the time and there's … Have a sense of timing. Be expressive. And when you're working with your students, which many of you will be doing, I mean, not necessarily with a shingle, you know, that you have some spiritual enlightenment practice, but you're going to be working with others. Uh, where's, where's the book?
0: I fell on the Floor. I fell on the Floor.
1: The book is a great start. That that was the whole concept behind the book. It wasn't just to have all the key hawkers write stories. Uh, it go. was saying you're you're going to be teaching one way or the other stories. Your stories of the master, and as a master, you're going to start having fun with stories. They're no longer going to overwhelm you and put you under and and haunt you and all the rest of that. You're gonna you're gonna thank you. You're gonna ha- start having fun with your stories, but be a little theatrical with your, with your students when they come to you. Do a lot of this kind of thing. <laughs> learn to use your eyes. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there like, oh! And, and, you know, learn some gestures, and gestures that when you're talking to the student Really get them concerned, because they'll say something like uh, to you. They'll say, oh, Sard, I don't even know if I want to live anymore. And the typical reaction is, oh, no, no, really, you do, and you're like, Sard (laughs) is like That'll get their attention. That'll really get their attention. So be a little theatrical. So in addition to everything else, uh, officially this is the year of new friends, but Kind of uh, subline sub line on this whole thing is come on, be expressive, be a little theatrical, whether you're writing a story. There there's some great theatrics in this story. You know what you know what Shumber did? They took their personal, boring, dull experiences and made them kind of fun. Turned it into a story, got lighthearted with it. They took the you know what came from their personal life, and it might have even been a, a tragedy, and made it into a beautiful and fun story, one filled with wisdom, humor, some theatrics. So that was the reason for this book. Let's and the reason why I wanted it out by December 31st, end of the year, let's kick off this year with some theatrical stories. Have fun with it. You're not making it up. I mean, you're not if you embellish something from your life. You you're not making it up. You're just Embellishing it, you're just adding a little color to an otherwise. It's like it's like if your dinner plate had kind of brown meat and brown potatoes and brown gravy. You're just putting some green and yellow on there. You're just and some red with cranberry sauce. You're just making it a little bit more fun. Humans get so dreary with their stories. I'd like to see some T-shirts. I always ask for T-shirts and they never come, but. Uh, I'm not dreary, you know. Just plain and tell, reminded yourself, I'm not dreary anymore. Okay, this year, some theatrics in your stories, okay? Don't be afraid to act it out. So, the Year of Friends, you' uh, year of a lot of movements. Now, I'm, I'm going to talk more about it in pronost. The Dragon Enters, next week. Uh, this is going to be a crazy year. I mean, this is uh, going to be one hell of a year. You can already see it. You don't need to be a prophet like I am to see it. Uh, <laughs> ups and downs, uh, a lot of divisiveness. Uh, is it not going to be a kumbaya year by by any stretch of the imagination? Uh, but for you, I'm going to say it's going to be your best year yet. For maybe 98% of you. <laughs> Why do you think that is? because you're tired of the other way of doing it. <laughs> you're tired of the other way and you know it can be easy. You know it doesn't have to be difficult. You know all those experiences they're just big fat stories. So let's take a deep breath, a quantum breath for for that incoming master spirit divine into your life where where you're not alone anymore. We've got all these other things coming in. Okay, uh, Linda on the microphone. Question for the audience. Question today doesn't have a lot of relevance to what we're going to talk about, but I want to know. <laughs> I, I, w- I really want to know something, and this is kind of a, this is an interesting question. Here we are at the beginning of the year, and the question is, is humanity, uh, is the planet where you expected it to be now? Did you expect, did you have uh, different expectations of where the planet, where humanity would be now? 2019, we're past the Mayan calendar, we're past uh, the Harmonic uh, Convergence and Accordance and um, everything else, we're past all that. Is this where you expected the planet would be, Linda, please? This is a thoughtful question. Okay.
3: Um, no.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. And why not?
3: Um. But when I think about it, it mm. makes sense because we all kind of deconstruct before we kind of rebuild right. and reconnect. So, in that sense, it makes sense. But right. I, expect, I didn't expect it to get this turbulent or this.
1: No, I'm talking about the planet, not your life. Well, course. I meant, but. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, I just I'm kind of amazed by what's going on yeah. in the world, and that there's so much hatred and yeah, uh, it kind seems of weird, isn't it? Like a lot of
1: it. Yeah, like so maybe yeah. you expected maybe before you came into this lifetime, or maybe 20 years ago, or when you were a child, that uh, things would evolve and uh, be uh, cohesive. And uh, I think
3: I kind of thought everybody would go along with me, in a way.
1: Right, right. Or and how many are going along with you?
3: I don't know. Chambra. Not so many. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not too many chambra. Well it's a good
1: point. Yeah. Uh, it's a good point. Not so many. Yeah. Not so many. Good. Thank you. All right, thank you. Yeah. Uh, do, you, uh, do you ever find it depressing or sad? You know, do you lay awake at night and think
3: I have my moments. Yeah. When it's Planet crap. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And I have to really shake it off and breathe it out or yeah. go for a walk. It's a tough but yeah. one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. Good. Is the planet, is humanity where you expected it to be right now?
4: Um I would say it's mixed. It's been up and down and I I feel like I haven't been attached for a while. It's uh-huh. hard to keep track enough of right. like what day is it? <laughs> <and> <laughs> right. right <laughs> where am less, I? Yeah, and what's yeah. going on now and So when you um, when
1: you were so young, you were let's say in grade school and you were kinda of dreamy and uh, did you where'd you expect the planet would be and we uh, were in grade school, what, twenty years ago? Uh, so, where'd you expect the planet would be?
4: Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I remember a point where I thought that the planet might blow itself, that people would blow up the planet. Yeah, yeah. So, I so, so far maybe, I was maybe pretty this pleased. Is a good for you. <laughs> I was like, cool, <laughs> haven't okay. Done it yet. We haven't yeah. done it yet. Yeah, um, yeah. okay. So, it's, to me, you know, it's been up and down, and at different times of uh, definitely seeing things. From different viewpoints and mm-hmm. worrying about the environment, and mm-hmm. then going through periods where all is well and there'll be down the
1: road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and um, uh, do you find it sad or irrelevant? I, uh, I
4: don't. I yeah. have so many amazing souls that I play with and uh-huh. connections to nature spirits and right. Um, and I see people all the time, young people uh-huh. that are in different places and coming in right. with different viewpoints and mm. people getting into politics. so it's it, it's a mix yeah. there there's mix. definitely craziness, yeah, and there's more people than ever telling their stories and experiencing things and playing. Yeah. so it's, how about it's in your own in your
1: own life uh, is this? If you look back to when you were, I'd say um, maybe fourth grade, fifth grade. Is this where you thought you would be? I I look at your life I now. It was
4: so different. I, I, no, I was so. I I was so just in the machine, right. I call it, so in the matrix. Ah, interesting. So that I just was Interesting. I was very safe and very protected and yeah. very loved and very nurtured. Uh-huh. And so not. So why did you get out of the,
1: the matrix if, if it was so
4: ah, comfortable? And, and I was so miserable. I was so ah, stuffed in a little box.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Good. Excellent. Next Ooh. door. I can feel more master stories coming out. We might have to do another book pretty quick. Yes? Is the planet to humanity where you thought it would be, where you um, expected it? I'm
3: going to be honest. I don't really think about that. Mm-hmm. I'm more selfish. I just think about myself. not well,
1: Actually, I like that. I encourage that. The planet. <laughs> so take care of yourself. Uh, that, that's actually really, really good. How is that going for you? Good. Yeah, good. Okay. I
3: always have good things coming my way. Yeah.
1: Do you ever get tired of uh, other people, of, um, you know, mass consciousness?
2: No. No? No. Oh, you
1: will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still young. <laughs> you have a nice mom. That's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> good. Thank you so much.
2: Thank
1: you. A couple more. Okay. Is the planet where you'd expected it to be?
0: I have to say that um, I feel very removed
1: mm-hmm.
0: from the planet in general, so I didn't really have expectations about it.
1: Uh, Carl is asking me to throw one in. Mm-hmm. I, I I won't override him this time. <laughs> Did you ever? <laughs> Did you ever expect that the likes of Donald Trump would be president of America? <laughs> you know, there's no judgment on that.
0: I think we have a lot of idiots in that office. Uh huh. And the country has managed to survive as well as it survived. So, again, I don't vote. Your vote doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's all by Electoral College anyway, so So I just really don't … But it makes
1: you feel good to think you can go in and pull the lever where it doesn't make a difference. No,
0: it doesn't to me. I haven't involved myself in that in years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's actually pretty common uh, for Chambra, uh, some still kind of go back and forth they it. Pretty common to just say, you know, it's, it's not my thing. Uh, it's not, not mine. It's not mine. Not my battle. It's just not Not mine. my game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they just kind of let that go. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I want to make a point that as much as um, Shambra is pretty much letting go of that, realizing it's not going to do much to help uh, at this point, what really helps is when you. You become realized that does more than anything in the world, but there 's still that kind of desire for a lot of ofchaber to go back to the uh, uh, being energy workers on the planet uh, going back to uh, they have to have a uh, that that battle to fight politics uh, donald trump uh, the environment, whatever it happens to be you know uh, there's still it still pulls them back. I noticed that quite a bit, yeah, thank you Can good we answers ask this
2: guy from Israel.
1: Yes, but do warn him not to bash his head on that big thing on the wall. Yes. Okay. Yes. Is humanity where you expected it to be? By the way, good to see you. I haven't seen you for a long time. Thank you. Three lifetimes, I think. (laughs) At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least. Thank you very much.
5: I had no expectations.
1: uh, No expectations?
5: No. When I grew up, I had a lot of fears in me. Yeah. And
1: you know, with bombs going overhead every day, it's uh, every, understandable. Yeah,
5: yeah. right. Yeah. Um, it wasn't only that. It was oh. just seeing everything dark, mm-hmm. and then I changed my perspective. Yeah. And now I see both sides, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, right? it, it is. And, and I can even appreciate a guy like Donald Trump. I mean, he's a caricature, he's quite ridiculous, Yeah, but he's standing out for something out there, right? Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. it's all business. Yeah. From his point of view. And that's where humanity is right A- And
1: now. something is moving anyway. Right. We're not sure which direction, but it's moving. Right. Yeah. And better than being stuck. Uh, absolutely. So, um, well, let's go to your uh, home base. Uh, so is the Mideast where you expected it to be, uh, let's say when you were younger or before you came into this incarnation? No. 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 Where did you expect it to be?
5: Um, not where it is right now. I mean, <laughs> <That's> like <laughs> … that's like <a> the <laughs> only thing that I can say. Off about the map, that. or everybody um, is, uh, no. realizes
1: they're all from the same family. I kind of hope
5: more for that—that that yeah. everybody just and it's a big kumbaya thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's
5: not, and it's also okay. It's yeah.
1: like—but you it, realize, yeah. um, with uh, in the Middle East, uh, the predominantly most uh, of the beings that are there right now are from the same spiritual family. Uh, mm-hmm called hapuru, and uh, family fights are the worst. And then if anybody yeah. from the outside yeah. comes in to interfere with a family fight, boom, they get blasted too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an old family fight. All right. Uh, That's and why I'm here and not yeah. in Israel. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Delighted to have you. Yeah. Good to see you again. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, one of these days I'll share a story about you and I. All right. Yeah. Thank Good. you very much. <laughs> one more. Oh, one more. Is the planet where you expected oh. it to be right now? Oh, so 2019.
0: Weird. You knew it.
3: <laughs> no.
1: No. That was clear. It's yeah, very yeah. clear. Yeah. And where did you expect it to be?
3: I thought it would be more Kumbaya than yeah. it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and, and when you came back in for this lifetime, when you were kind of getting ready and … Uh, and thinking, oh, the planet is really going to be doing a lot better and, you know, we finished World War II, that's out of the way, now we can really bring uh, the world together and wow.
3: I am shocked at how much is coming out. Yeah. I realize that stuff has been going on even when I was smaller and didn't know it. Right. But I'm just amazed at how open it is and how nobody seems to care.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Good. So, do you find it …? Uh, How would you describe the emotion that you're feeling with with this?
3: Um, I never watched um, soap operas, Mm -hmm. but now I feel like I'm in one. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of fun. I'm enjoying uh, looking at the news just briefly every day. Uh And I find myself shocked (laughs) at what's happening.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it is, and it can, be, it can be sad at times and it can really weigh heavy on you and you, there could be parts of you that uh, uh, think that you've got to go out there and somehow save the planet, uh, which I'm not indicating that you are, but there's that tendency, I've got to do something for this planet. And the reason why I asked this question – thank you uh, – the reason why I asked this question to start the New Year is for a couple of reasons. Um, a lot of ca- you came in here with big hopes. Bar none, every one of you here online knew that this was going to be a big lifetime for you. There was a lot of expectation uh, back before you came in, or, or let's say when you were very young, that you were going to do something outstanding to help the planet. Uh, you, and you had, some of you had dreams about it, I mean, uh, either sleeping dreams or waking dreams. Sometimes, some, many of you had aspirations to do something, uh, invent something that was going to really help humanity or create a business that was going to have a huge impact on the planet. And then it didn't happen, and then your life got (laughs) derailed in a lot of different ways. And then that kind of that old dream, that feeling, it's going to be such a lifetime and I'm going to do something significant for this planet. To help bring it together, to help kind of kumbaya the whole thing, to end wars and end hunger and end slavery. Then you got sidetracked. Uh, you, you, you might have uh, thought you'd made mistakes or done something wrong. And then things started falling apart, and whether it's your work or your family or all the rest of that it started crumbling apart. And then that, that dream, That knowingness seemed like such a distant echo. And then you got to the point where it's just barely surviving, I mean, just keeping your wits about you every day and trying to keep your health in balance and all the rest of that. But I I don't want that dream to go unrealized. I don't want that dream to go forgotten, because it's bigger than ever before. It's not what you might have expected. You might not be the one that cures cancer, or finds a way to distribute food to the poor, or uh, invents some sort of new technology. You're doing something else, and you know exactly what it is. You're you're allowing your realization. That was what you felt way back when. This is going to be such an important lifetime. I'm going to. I'm going to do something important. And a lot of you think, oh, geez, my ego got in the way, I wanted to be a big shot and famous and everything else. No, actually, your motivation was to do something for the planet, something really, really important. But it wasn't like what you expected. It wasn't being the CEO of a big company or the president of a um, company or of the United States, it's done very quietly. That's what you're doing right now. Right now. As much as part of you is saying, but I'm not doing anything, (laughs) I want to scream when you say that. (laughs) I'm not doing anything. I just sit at home and I'm not you know, my name isn't in the headlines and I haven't written a book yet and I haven't started my new healing practice. You're doing what you came here to do, and it's done quietly. It's got to be done quietly. Uh, You're doing uh, more for this planet than the one who figures uh, a cure for cancer. And and it's a big statement, but it's very true. It just takes a few – not religion, not, not rhetoric, it takes a few allowing themselves. That's all it takes. Uh, we're, we're going to have a big discussion about that in a week with Pro-Gnost, what what the hell is happening right now and why. It just takes a few. That affects more change than anything else. And not because you're proactively trying to change the world – remember, that's being out of compassion – but when your light shines, to put it quite simply, your radiance illuminates potentials. <laughs> That they might not have ever seen. You'd just be standing uh, at a coffee shop, waiting for your coffee, and here comes uh, a drug addict um, – what do you call – meth head uh, coming right behind you to, to get their coffee with the money they just stole. And you don't have to say a thing. You don't have to do Hocus Pocus on them or Reiki. Your presence is all that matters. That's it because your presence is for lack of better words light it is awareness consciousness and suddenly they may see the potential that they're not a meth head that they're not addicted that they don't need to steal uh, and they might they might never even know this came from you ever they just know that suddenly they had a revelation while drinking their coffee and maybe thought their coffee was spiked or something but that's what you came here for. That's what you came here for. You I I, I yeah, I love feeling back into, into your aspirations and your desire for this lifetime, not really knowing exactly how it would turn out, but knowing that it would. And you're doing it right now. That that's one of those statements that uh I have to keep saying because you still don't believe it. You're still like uh, it sounds really good, but Adamus must be talking to the person next to me because I'm, I'm, eh, I'm not doing that much. You can't possibly imagine in the human logic what you are doing. And that's why I love working with you. That's why I love <laughs> both provoking you, kicking your butt and loving you. So let's take a good deep breath with that. Expectations. planet isn't what you expected it to be. A lot of you thought it was going to be blown up by now. A lot of you thought every, everybody would uh, get together. We'd have just this wonderful global planetary love and kumbaya, and neither has happened. But yet a lot is happening. I want to talk a little bit about ego. Ego. A- and, you know, in, when we were just talking about what you're really doing here on the planet. You know, there's a part of your ego that says, oh, I'm gonna be important, I'm gonna maybe famous, maybe rich, but I'm gonna, well, your number one priority is, I wanna do something for this planet. That's a real, real common thread with, with all of you. Oh, I wanna do something for this planet. And then you start thinking, well, that was my ego. You know, I, I, I worked with, I knew um, Sigmund Freud. I really did. <laughs> I really did. And, you know, he, he popularized ego the, the whole term. It wasn't really talked about much uh, prior to that, but he kind of helped define ego and popularize it and get people thinking about his ego, but he also villainized the ego. That was, that was the sad part of his work. He uh, villainized the ego like it was a bad thing, like it was your shadow. He made the ego to be Kind of a negative. And even today, people say, well, you have a big ego. Well, okay. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, there's no size to ego. You can't have a big ego or a, a little ego. Uh, you, can't have a, you, you can't have a bad ego or anything else. An ego is just an ego. Ego derived from the Latin word I go or some would translate it as being moving forward or uh, just moving, uh, doing something. Ego. It's, a, it's Actually, a, a, the ego is a, is a beautiful thing in so many ways, but uh, it's kind of villainized, kind of made to seem bad. Let's take just a moment to uh, feel into the, into the human ego. Let's take a moment. Just the word. What, what kind of feeling does it bring up? And Linda, with a microphone, I'd be curious um, one word uh, that, that comes to mind to define the ego. One word power. Power. Yeah, okay, good. Linda, you just keep running with that microphone. Ego, power. Self. Self. Okay. What kind of self, though?
3: My individual identity.
1: Hmm. Okay. Uh, what kind of identity? <laughs> is this something you want to have more of? You want to have more ego, less ego? Something you need to work? Does your ego something you need to work on?
0: I don't think I don't work on mine, as far as I am aware.
1: Okay. All right. Others. Oh yes. You ever accuse somebody having a, a big ego, or just think it? Even? I've certainly thought it. Yeah. Okay. Anybody in particular? Uh,
4: um. Yes. <laughs> 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 Shall remain nameless. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good. Good.
1: Good. On the stage, um, <laughs> could be. <laughs> ego. Uh, what, what words come to? What word comes to mind when we talk about the ego? The ego.
0: Nancy wants the mic. She won't hesitate. <laughs> right here. No, Nancy. She's
1: got, she was going to give a good one. Wait, well, hey, Nancy's going to give her first, then no, she'll come back. I wanted to hear what you were going to say. Okay,
3: go ahead. The essence of the
4: human. A, okay.
1: Yeah. The human. The
4: human.
1: The human. Yeah. Okay. There. Are, okay, I won't add my words yet.
4: Um, for me, I think it's a, a part of the trinity. Part of the trinity. Of myself.
1: Yeah, divine, master, and ego. Yeah. Okay. You like your ego? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. Let's keep going with words. We're just getting getting warmed up. Ego. What? What does it bring up? Pride. Pride? Okay. Let's keep let's keep digging in there. Ego.
0: Conceit.
1: Conceit. Okay. Have you ever been conceited? I think so. <laughs> you think? Yeah, yeah. You probably have been, and that's okay. You know, uh, part of the point here in this is that uh, there's so many kind of negative attributes attached to ego, conceit, and being. Arrogant and pompous and all the rest of that. Uh, as as we continue our discussion here, just really feel into all these words, uh, all these attachments to ego. Please continue. Ego.
0: Um, self-aggrandizement.
1: Okay. Have you done that? Yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, felt bad about it? Yes. You get slapped down.
0: I slap myself down.
1: Exactly my point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you slap yourself down. Boom! Wow, jeez. Oh, bad alley, and <laughs> such an ego, and oh, just you know, you're. Just be quiet. Air, right, right. Look what happens when you stand out. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can't it just be confidence? Just
1: let them, please. I'm one of them. Please.
0: <laughs> I'm one of them.
1: I'm <laughs> one of them. Okay. <laughs> I know who's next on the microphone. <laughs> Gotta be sardisms. Say yeah. Sardisms, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, ego. The bad part. Yeah, ego. Uh, what, what word would you give? Uh, s-
6: just.
2: Yeah, I don't guilt.
1: Know. Pardon? Guilt. Guilt, okay. Yeah, yeah. the look on your face said it yeah. all. It's like.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Ego. It's, it's, okay.
6: a, it's a guilt of. Of doing it yeah. to, to other people.
1: Right. Right. Okay.
6: Good. Yeah, and right after you do it, you know it's it it harmed them.
1: Yeah. So you think. So you think. Or you want to think. Or. Yeah.
6: So you want it to happen that yeah, way.
1: Yeah. 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 So um, at your worst, with your ego, what happened?
6: Oh, it had to be the worst when I was drinking.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> How did, how did drinking affect your ego?
6: <laughs> it let me say anything that came up.
1: Right. Right. right, And you did.
6: Oh, I did. Yeah. And did you ever, did you ever get in
1: trouble for it? Oh, never. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, right. And, and so, when, when you stopped drinking, uh, did you blame a lot of it on your ego or did others blame it on your ego? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So, what did you do with the ego?
6: I threw it in the suitcase behind me and
1: … Well, you no, know, first you beat the crap out of it, <laughs> then you put it in the suitcase behind you. And then you still went and kicked the suitcase from time yeah, to time. Yeah, then I
6: kicked the suitcase out yeah. the car.
1: <laughs> did you redeem yourself and uh, your ego when you quit drinking?
6: No. No.
1: Okay. No. You still battle that ego?
6: Yeah, I, I still do.
1: Yeah. Is that why you get in that great, big, huge, uh, earth-moving equipment and it's like, you know, you got that power coming through, you might as well dig some dirt? Oh, that helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely could you, helps. Could you imagine if you were the, the CEO of a, of a big company? I couldn't. God help the employees. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that because that huge ego, oh my gosh, you would have been right in, in feeding country. It would have been like a smorgasbord for the ego. I well, uh,
6: would have had to hire new people every morning. Right,
1: right, <laughs> right. But with the work you do now, you're out in nature uh, and you've got some big equipment. Nobody's going to mess with you because they know that D nine is going to come and take down their house the next morning. So I tell
6: them. Remember, I have big dump trucks.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Thank you. A Couple more on ego. Yeah. Uh, what words come to mind? Let's see. There's a couple we're missing here. a Couple really important ones. Now I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> now you say?
3: Now I'm confused.
1: Um, uh, what what comes to mind? I say um, the word ego. Ego.
3: As you said, I go. It's like uh, securityness of myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's yourself. on one side, do you, and you? the other
3: side can be selfish.
1: Selfish. Just okay.
3: thinking on myself.
1: Right. Do you do that very often? Try to. <laughs> I try to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I try not to. Or oh, try not to. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> wow. I am. I am. Um, <laughs> Where does all come from that it's bad to to take care of yourself? Where Where the hell that come from? The church. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I'm not going to do a lot of church bashing uh, anymore. No, I, I swore I swore <laughs> off for um, for New Year's. Yeah, yeah, no more church. You know why? Because I don't need to anymore. You know, last year, a year ago, when we were talking here, and I asked for your uh, observations on what was going to happen in 2018, and my conclusion was the uh, kind of the the uh, falling apart of the church. And a church, I mean generically, of all religions. And um, to me, that's still the biggest thing that happened last year, not the thing that made the most news. But you see, when a society has myths – and religion is all myth – when they have myths and the myths help shape and form their communities and their values and their morals and their laws which is what the world pretty much has. You have a lot of myths, religions and, and uh, beliefs that formed social values and ultimately laws. So you have that like up at this level. you got, you got your – I guess you call it – stability of, of the planet, uh, the way it operates. It's all based on uh, these values that originally came from myths and the the myths uh it's not actually just about the the uh the the churches you know it today. It goes far, far back, even further than that. Uh, there are the myths of the uh, of the Incas and the Mayans and the Aboriginals and all the other things that predate Christian myths by oh five thousand years uh, Egyptian myths that predate that even by another twenty five thousand years so Myths build the social values and structures. It's the gravity that holds everything in. Well, now what's happening on the planet is that the Church is deteriorating, falling apart, uh, whether it's uh, Christians or uh, Muslims, uh, the, the Jews <coughs> or any others. There is a huge lack of um, respect and a lack of, I guess you would say, um, belief in a lot of these old religious values. If it had been me guiding one of the churches, I would have said, kind of update from time to time. You know, uh, let's get over this whole thing that women can't be priests. I mean, that is so old and so stupid. Uh, Let's update from time to time, but they're so hell-bent on holding on to their old ways. Uh, So now it's crumbling apart. You're seeing it on the surface some of the stuff, the whole thing with the Catholic Church and, and the priests and the, the sexual abuse that has been taking place for far, far longer than anybody would want to admit. It's not a recent epidemic. It's It's uh, been going on forever. That's causing a lack of confidence and faith in faith. And when you don't have faith in faith, you got big problems. So, the, the underlying structure of the myths is deteriorating. People aren't believing or following the churches anymore. That starts to rattle everything on the surface, how community and country and morals and values and business were built. So, that's why I say the biggest thing that happened last year was the continuing deterioration of uh, religious values on the planet, and it's going to make a huge impact, particularly this year. Uh, as it crumbles even more, and it's not per se that it's not to say the Catholic Church is going to go out of business or the Methodists are going to find a different method. Uh, it <laughs> <laughs> they might. Uh, but it's, it's meant to say that that those do not have nearly the effect of, on the uh, consciousness gravity on the planet as they once did. And as those kind of erode away. So do values, which you've probably seen if you watch the news. Values are falling apart. Um, the, kind of the inherent gravity that holds beliefs and laws and everything else kind of together uh, is falling apart. So that's kind of what's happening. And, and then you get a character like, uh, like um, President Trump in The Office, and he's really kicking the crap out of all that. And I'm not saying it's good or bad, I'm just saying it's what the people deserve. It is, absolutely. No, and there should be a a kind of a fundamental respect for that, Uh, and uh, I'm not being political at all. I I would not vote if I was on your planet right now. I'd do what Tobias said, stand behind the short wall and laugh, laugh. So where were we? Ego. Ego. Okay. I need a few more words here. Uh, Lights up a little bit, because Linda's going to run into the audience. Ego, there is a few words we're missing here.
4: To me, ego is duality.
1: Duality. Or
4: judgment. Because if I'm not an ego, then it's unity and things are just as they are. Yeah. It would be I guess what you call allowing. Uh-huh. So there to me there's my human mind or ego mind and yes. spirit mind. Okay. So anytime oh, that I I'm in judgment. I uh-huh. say, "Oh, that's my human mind. What would my spirit mind say?"
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. That's mine. Now you got a conflict going on okay. uh, between the two. Uh, that's very wise. Thank you. I, I just need somebody to say it. Gary, is it going to be you? Self awareness. Self awareness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it good self awareness or bad? Uh, neither. Neither. It's just awareness. It's uh, okay. It's a. Uh, a, knowing, a knowingness of uh, … Do you rely on your ego then for more self-awareness? No. No. What do you rely on for more self-awareness? Um … what do I rely on for more self-awareness? If you're not uh, getting it from the ego, well, where, where are you getting that self-awareness from? from what I sense, from what I feel. Okay. Fair. Good. Because you kind of bypass the ego. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully. Good. Good answer. All good answers so far. I miss the days when I could really pick on you for bad answers. I I just (laughs) so miss that. I made great stories when I went to the Ascended Masters Club. I, uh, c- couldn't you come up with some stupid mock answer? No. No, no <laughs> Don't. I know. I can you, try. Could. <laughs> you could. Go ahead, sir. Um, it's a human confidence. And human I think
5: confidence. that humans look down on it because humans look down on themselves, but it's a human confidence.
1: Okay. Good. Great. Uh, I'm still not there yet. Henrietta thinks she knows the word, or okay. else she thinks
0: you want to pick on her.
1: You, you know, that both <laughs>
0: self preservation.
1: Self-preservation. Mm-hmm. It okay. is
0: because the the larger the ego, the larger the presentment. The person is really trying to make sure that they're solid and firm in this human presentment to the world. They're trying to preserve
2: themselves.
1: But what's the fallacy in that? You're you're getting there. So it's self-preservation. It's your I guess your defense in a way. Yes. It's your protection. Uh, it's but
0: afra- because the pers- the human, is afraid to go into nothingness.
1: Mm. Right. Right. Well, they're afraid of everything, but th- … Th- 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 yes. So, you've got this ego that you kind of uh, manufacture, and then you inflate it. You, you pump it up, and uh, it, part of it is self-preservation, but then the ego kind of gets off on its own track and starts believing its own stuff, but what's inherent in what's … what's the problem? Let's stop, stop the movie for a minute. you got this big ego. What's the problem with it?
0: Because I think it's real. I mean, the larger the ego, it's it's real to that person. It makes it firm and solid, and their uh, their human presentment.
1: What's yeah. the real problem? Uh, you're you're getting really close, and you're inspiring somebody that's going to give the answer here in just a moment. And uh,
3: self judgment and projection.
1: That's getting there. We're almost there. Self judgment and projection. You got this ego uh, that that. Uh, is kind of inflated that's kind of pompous and arrogant and but it's the identity and it's you and but what's the problem with it fear almost there fear, <laughs> fear. fearish no Fear-esque. i no, I'll, okay and i'll give you that uh, the the judges <laughs> uh, we we the judges give you that but uh, i'm looking for another word we're so close so close <laughs> She's going to go there and try it. Yeah, just make something up. Anything. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. Recognition. Recognition? Yeah, okay. I would have made up something different. I, but <laughs> … <laughs>
6: I was actually going to say, kind of what Gary said um, human self awareness, when I think of my own ego, it's. Do you have who an I ego? Do you have a big ego? I have an ego. <laughs> it, 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 there's no size. But I am yeah. aware of
1: this human. Do you have a dynamic oh, yeah. ego? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. What's the problem with your ego?
6: There's nothing wrong with my ego.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that said it all. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, you should uh, add on to that. And what's wrong with yours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: What's wrong with yours? Ego. I'll
1: I'll, I'll give it away here. Uh, you were so close uh, on this, Tad. But ego is fragile. It's fragile. It's this great big dynamic uh, kind of macho uh, self-preservation, identity, uh, all the rest of that. Whatever. What do you say? It's freaking fragile. Uh, it is. It is so fragile. It's like it's more fragile than an egg. It's if anybody touches it, <laughs> it falls apart. It <laughs> doesn't know what to do. After all of its being a blowhard, somebody just like looks at it wrong and it falls apart. It's, a, it's, it's not real. It's an illusion. It's uh, you no, know, it is real, but it's an illusion, and it's really not you. The … yet, humans identify … and I'm st- I still have a beef with, with uh, Freud. If he ever tries to get into the Ascended Masters Club, I'm going to vote him down. Um, <laughs> no, he has he, … he's got he's to make up for some of this. He made the ego out to be a bad thing and, and fragile and nasty and all the rest of that. He really villainized the ego. But to my point here, and what, what was my point uh, in what we're doing here, I do have a point. The ego, I define – would you write this on your magic wonder pad or whatever the thing is that you use? Uh, okay. Is that it? Okay, the ego, my, my definition of the ego, it's your experience. I thought it was supposed to appear on the screen by magic, and it's not there. So Linda's just writing to herself <laughs> Don't you love technology? Oh, it's so useful. Where's my whiteboard? We could have this done if we could just write it out Sure, right here. Keep going. I keep going. You've got to write. You have to write.
0: Not my fault.
1: Yeah. Let's get the camera on this little commotion over here. <laughs> and some lights up. I, I you know, want everybody to see what's, oh, no, we've got to figure this out. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Adamus. We really yeah. love this kind of attention. I
1: know. Don't <laughs> you like Under technical pressure. Oh! There's a reason why I'm toying with you like this. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. You'll learn in just okay, a minute. Okay. Your experience … Your experience, based on your emotional stories … Oh! This is the definition of e- my definition of ego, which is the only definition, <laughs> based on your emotional ex- uh, stories, as seen through others. Oh. By the way, uh, I I I love coming in as Adamas. Uh, I get to be a little bit more carefree <laughs> than than Saint Germain, uh, and you know I joke around. I, I act a little arrogant and pompous at times, on purpose. I, I, and I talk really well about myself, because I can, uh, but I want to get you into that habit of being able to do that. Talking really good about yourself, but not serious good, you know, not like, I'm the most special person in the world <laughs> it's, You know, it's like, no, talk good about yourself with a smile on your face, okay? Talk, I mean and joke about it and get other people kind of laughing, you know? And there's going to be that little thing that says, oh, it's my ego and I'm being so arrogant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's fun. So, where were we? Your experience based on emotional stories, every story is emotional. Everything that comes through your mind is emotional. Everything. Uh, And I had an argument recently, and I won. I had an argument recently <laughs> with a, a friend that's here today. I'll introduce in just a moment. And, and this friend said, what do you mean, Adamus? Everything is emotional. Uh, how about the number uh, – how about a number? Uh, is that emotional? And I'm like, is, does a number have emotion to it? And I said, 666. Six, six. Oh. And then I said 13 wow. and 44. At a million five hundred and seventy two I, just because <laughs> everything is emotional every, every part of every story you 've ever had is all emotion. There is actually really no logic it 's a, it's a kind of a, uh, a false thing to say that there's really logic on this planet it 's all based on emotion. Every decision you make is based on emotion. You think you research uh, the best car to buy. Oh, it's emotion. You're justifying your emotions through research and saying, I'm really a smart person because I bought a Prius. And, and it's like yeah, … It, no, it's, it was based on emotion because your emotion brings out, I'm a tree hugger. I don't use uh, carbon in, uh, in my automobile. It's all emotion. You justify it and call it logic and you bought a Prius, which, by the way, is a fine car. Um, where were we? <laughs> oh, okay. The interesting thing about the ego, it's so fragile because it's all based on what other people think of you. The ego is, for the most part, not based on your own observations of your own self. It's the observations of how people observe you. Therefore, the ego is very, very fragile, subject to anybody's input, anybody's impression. The the ego is uh, I'll give you an example. So you go to tell a joke, and most of you are not really good joke tellers. <laughs> no, you're not because you're not, you're not. Yeah, you're not funny. No, you're still too <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> You're still too serious. You know, you lighten up, take off those tight underwear, and then you you could tell jokes. So you go to tell a joke, which you think is really, really good, and you heard somebody else tell the joke and everybody laughed, and you tell the joke and nobody laughs. As a matter of fact, all of a sudden you realize that they think it was politically incorrect because you don't tell jokes about um, old people <laughs> or whatever. Actually, that's the most fun. But suddenly you realize nobody laughed. Now, your ego. Is going to form a thing. I am not a funny person. I should never tell a joke again. That was really bad. That goes into your ego, as well as everything else. The ego up to now has been based on your experiences, which are all great. Experiences are wonderful. Now an emotional story, which is okay as long as you recognize it for that. It's an emotional story. That's all it is, and the story can change. But the part that doesn't work so well here is as seen through others, how they perceive you. So, let's take a good deep breath of that as I make my point that the ego, because of Freud (laughs) and because of you, has not been a friend. (laughs) It has not been a friend at all. It's been something that you've tried running from, hiding from polishing, working on, destroying, blowing apart, reinforcing, all the rest of that, this thing called an ego. And the origins of ego, Latin, I go, I go forth, I experience, I expand, I go forth. So your first new friend in this year is your ego, (laughs) is your ego ego is a fine thing. It's self-awareness, as was said before. It's self-awareness, but no longer through the eyes of others, how they react to you. You know how it is when you get dressed for the day, you put something on and you walk outside and somebody just like looks like, just like this little look like that, and you're like, oh, oh, uh, this is terrible. I shouldn't have worn this. I'm wearing an orange uh, what kind of it looks like a lumberjack shirt with a royal crest on it. I mean, who would wear something like that? <laughs> and it looks great. But but the ego is like, oh I shouldn't have worn that. I'm gonna stand out and this looks stupid. So the first thing let's do is drop the third part here. As seen through others. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. The emotional story part. Yeah, uh, the stories up to now have been emotional, and emotions can be good and fun. They're very human-oriented, but let's let's change that to not just emotional stories, but let's change it to, um, let's call it instead based on what word to replace emotions. Uh, how do you want your stories to be? To based on, um. What would we say? Your 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 best stories, awesome stories. Let's change that from based on your. How about creative, entertaining? How about wise? How about wise? You know, wise can still be emotional. Wise can be awesome and outstanding, but bringing in the wisdom, bringing in the wisdom now. No longer, uh, no longer you perceiving yourself through others, people's reactions to you, but now it's your wisdom in your stories, and they can be funny, and they can be tragic, uh, th- they can be heartfelt, they can be brutal. It doesn't matter. But now you got the wisdom. So while we're at it, Linda.
0: Wait, I'm finishing.
1: <laughs> bringing in your wise stories.
0: Wisdom or wise stories?
1: Bringing … your experience is based on your wise stories. Huh. Yeah. Let's <clears throat> really feel into that for, for this year. I mean, this is where you're going. You, don't need, you really don't actually have to work on it, <laughs> but let's, let's … Yeah. <laughs> I didn't … I didn't <laughs> … Amy, not this time. So, your, your best friends for this year, your new friends coming in, uh, your new friends. First you, the, the ego. Let's breathe the ego in. It's not a bad thing. It's the human in experience, and that's what the human is here for, to experience. But as you breathe in your new friend, the ego, which is not a bad thing at all. You can have a lot – I mean, you can really be full of ego. It just means, I go. I experience. I Am that I Am. But now, with the wisdom, the second friend coming in – been coming in for a while, but you're really going to notice it this year – is the Master.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I call it the Master, and what it really is is the wisdom. It is Some would call it divinity, uh, it sounds a little airy fairy. I just like wisdom and the master because it's it's the essence of all the stories, whether they're emotional or tragic or anything else. It's the essence. So this year, that master we kind of started bringing in about a year or two ago. Really, I mean, integrating is going to play such an important part in your life this year because you're allowing. That's it. You're allowing. A part of you that you really don't know, that hasn't been um, all distorted by the old ego, the human ego. The Master is pure and and never – you can't taint the Master. human always worries, am I going to pollute something or really mess this up because I mess everything else up? Uh, you, You can't. Wisdom is wisdom. That's all it is. And it's not judgmental or anything else. So let's take a deep breath for the Master coming in. This is going to be your other new friend in a very intimate way. Now, that being said, some of you are like, okay, Adamus, we've talked about this before, talked about the Master coming in, I've tried calling out, uh, the Master you know, picks up the phone and hangs up on me <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I don't really understand this master thing. Is it just a super like uh, ego? Is that it? No, 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 no. No, the master is not a super ego. The master is simply wisdom, and there's wisdom inherent in everything you do. But you've been resisting and avoiding it, and saying that your ego, you know, just you've got too much ego, and you can't handle all the rest of this. So. But now you got the Master coming in, the wisdom coming in. So, we're going to invent a whole new word here. Linda, if you would go to a new sheet of screen. <laughs> a whole new one. Great. Clean. Uh, right over on the, on the right two-thirds of the page, write the word ego in uppercase. That was quick <laughs> I, there's a reason for all this. I, I, I apologize. I'll tell you in a moment. There's a reason. Over. Um, and it's nothing that you're doing. <laughs> I'll explain. So, we're going to invent a new word. She's writing it, but it's not up on the board. Anybody know a good joke? (laughs) You wouldn't dare tell one now, would you? Yeah. Everybody's looking at you like, what? Yeah. How many of you consider yourselves really funny? (laughs) Oh, got a couple? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. So, let's get that whiteboard over there, the thing with paper on it that, that actually works. I'm being uh, – somebody's telling me I'm being a dick. Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. Let's try that again, Linda. Uh, Write that word on the two-thirds of the right side of your magic screen.
0: Two-thirds of the right side. Uppercase ego. On the right side.
1: Yeah, Start. starts – yeah. Oh, this is going well.
0: (laughs) What? Give it a second.
1: Come on. Give it to Uncle Adamus here. Give me a new page. Yeah, brand new page. Okay. Whoops. Good job. None of this is my fault. I'll explain in a moment. Of course not. Somebody's bad sense of humor. Okay. Really bad sense of humor. You're going to pay for this later. I need a new page. Now I'm all whacked out.
0: You're whacked out?
1: There's a lot of laughter on the other side. I'll explain. Okay. Okay, we're going to invent a new word for... 2019 …
0: Apparently not. Is this? <laughs> you thought I was screwing up? I, did, I was … it wasn't me.
1: That's not … see, what I'm writing is not what's showing. All right, let's just get on with it. Imagine the word ego. E-G-O. <laughs> Think of it written on the screen there, even though it isn't. Now, we're going to put … what. Paper's coming. Oh thank God. <laughs> thank God. Back to good old fashioned paper. Yes. 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 Reliable paper. Watch, the pen won't work. But why are you giving that to me?
0: Because it's working.
1: I need a new screen.
0: No, you don't need one. You can erase. No, them. I
1: need a new erase. Okay. <sighs> this is it. The ca- it looks really funny in the camera, what you're doing there. <laughs> you don't like it? it. Are you saying that. you don't like it? <laughs>
4: really? You don't like it? Are you sure?
1: Stop that. Okay. Uh, yeah. There are children watching this. Okay. Are we, are we free to go?
0: Uh, no, you have to hit this. marker. Hit the marker.
1: Technology. There, it's... there. Okay, all right. I
0: think we got it.
1: Oh, I don't like oh, the way I'm working. writing. It's working. It's no, working, but I, this is very sloppy. Calder is not a good
0: here.
1: Uh, give me a no, no. I need a new sheet. I need a new sheet.
0: I can't give you this a This will new go sheet.
1: down in the anals of <laughs> 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 yeah. Try Okay. This. All right. You write it. First, start on the uh, start on the right-hand okay. side and write the word O. O. It's a letter. It's a letter. Okay. Now write G. Now, write an E. <laughs> okay, now let's take a deep breath. We're going to invent a whole new word, consciousness, everything else. And write, give me this. You can do it. Give me this. We go. It's the master and the human together. All this leading up to the. <laughs> it took that long. <laughs> that was rocket science. It took that long. Oh, geez, and it wasn't that funny. If I had an ego, I'd be deflated by now, but I have a Wego. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and we can remove this thing uh, now. Oh, my gosh. Wego. <laughs> now it's not even funny. It is the master and the human together, your new friend. You're no longer alone. The ego was very, very lonely. Very lonely. It didn't have any uh, play friends, it didn't have any, it didn't have any buddies. Who'd the ego talk to? You, and it beat you up. Uh, the ego had no friends whatsoever. But now we combine the human and the master and it's a Wego. It's your identity. It's your wise story. It's all about your experiences. It's just … they're great stories of your life. That's the Wego. (laughs) Boy, that lost its punch, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Next in your list of friends showing up this year. You've got the the human and the master. Uh, they're the new friends, and one more to go with it, for the we go. It's energy, Ooh. energy. And we talked about it the last few months. We've been talking about it in Kihaq for a while, but there's been a kind of an adversarial relationship with energy. It's been something that you think about and you think you want, but then you're afraid of it because it might just make things worse in your life. You don't, the ego didn't know if it was going to misuse all that energy and power and everything else. This year, I'm going to insist, uh, if you're going to stay in Crimson Circle, uh, <laughs> thin, thin, thinning out the ranks – I'm the Chief Marketing Officer. Get out of here! Go somewhere else! <laughs> – <laughs> if you're going to stay in Crimson Circle, part of Chambra uh, this year, you have to allow Energy to be your friend. That's it, period. Uh, No more adversarial relationship with energy, no more energy fights and battles. Uh, You you have to allow energy to be your friend. Otherwise, bye bye. Uh, There's just no place where we're going for the old, uh, you know, working, uh, suffering, uh, being a slave to energy. There is absolutely no place. For the rest of us, who uh, of you who allow energy to be your friend, it'll be fun. It'll be easy. You're not going to be worrying about abundance and all those things anymore. Uh, a whole new world opens up. So you've got three things: you've got you've got a new ego and the master, and we're going to call it the wego. <laughs> That's really going to mess Freud up. He's not going to know what to do with that. He's always going to try to tear it apart. But uh, and you've got energy. Let's take a big, deep breath with that for this year. So now – I'm to take a drink here – now we get to the fun part. We get to the morab. That's when I kind of stop talking <laughs> and you get to fall asleep. <laughs> but before we go into the Marab, let me explain a little something of what's been happening here. Remember our dear friend? John Kaderka. Yeah, he hasn't been gone that long. Uh, John's been busy in the laboratory, working, o- not laboratory, <laughs> but laboratory, <laughs> working away. He had such a passion for Chambra. For you know, he sat back there at the desk. Did you feel it was a little crowded and chaotic there today? Uh huh. You notice the minute we start working with technology, John's got a big smile on his face. He says, like, I'm going to mess with them today, and, and he has been. Uh, all this little commotion over here and the running back and forth and everything, is just John having a good time. He was very um, engineering-oriented, very mental. John was not what I would consider to be a great communicator <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But what he did have was this absolute love for for Shambra and the work. He's been with it for a long time, many lifetimes. This wasn't his first here. When he left, he made a commitment. He said, "I'm going to work on this." He called it a technology, a communication technology, a link. Uh, when he got to the other side, because he realized one of the hardest things for for shambra and for him was how do you communicate with how do you connect the human the ego with the master much less the i am the divinity how do you do this because when one is caught in their mind uh, and one is really kind of confined by their own ego or their uh, lack of trust in their ego How are they going to break through and make this connection, human and Master? Well, he's been off in the other realms working on it. He's been uh, coming to the Shouts and he's here today uh, with us, as you can tell from the um, (coughs) technology uh, snafu. You know his his point to all of you is, see, without him, the technology is just that much harder. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Little ego there, John. Uh, He's smiling and laughing. Because he's been working on this, um, this link, this technology, uh, actually been working a little bit with Tesla, uh, but doing a lot of it on his own because of his real deep understanding of shambra So he wanted to come in today to, uh, to introduce this, uh, and we're going to do this now with the Murab, with the Wego uh, and with the new friends. So I'm not quite sure what he has in mind. So it's it, and this can be a little confusing for Calder because I'm going to be here, but John might be popping in and out. Uh, but let's just see what happens as we bring this in. Let's take a deep breath and welcome back John Kaderka. Uh, he was expecting some applause there. <laughs> Great, let's put some music on and let's get this show on the road. Good deep breath. Today we, we talked about the ego. That's been really made to be a, quite a villain, like a bad thing. It's not. It's your, it's your stories. It's your experiences. <laughs> Up until now, most of them were through the eyes of others, through your perception of what others thought of you. That's how the ego was created and developed, whether it was from your parents or friends or spouse or whatever. And that ego, uh, very, very fragile, extremely fragile, because it really wasn't yours. Now let's come back to what is yours – you, your sense of awareness. Your perception of yourself, without anyone else's input. This was uh, now I'm speaking for John. So one of the biggest challenges that he had in this last year or so, working on this, what he calls a program. You know, he was a software engineer type of guy, so everything to him is programs and. This was one of the biggest challenges. How, how do you go beyond uh, the ego, the sense of identity that's really not yours? It was built by others. How do you get to you? And you, that again, something that confounded John, he realized, he discovered that you are not even your thoughts. That's not you. You identify with them. You put them in the same basket as you do your ego. But how do you, how do you, go beyond the th- your thoughts to get back in touch with you? I realized most people actually don't know the real you. Most people still identify with their thoughts, their ego, the old ego that was attached to how others perceived you. And then John looked at this whole thing of connecting with the Master, with the wisdom, how do you do that without <laughs> How do you do that without the old thoughts and limitations How do you bring these things in these things we're talking about your new friends for this year And how do you connect with energy that's the one that fascinated him the most. How do you connect with energy? You know, I say, Adamas, uh, I say that energy is the song of, of the soul. Energy is communications, but how do you connect to it? If not from your ego and your thoughts, how do you connect from who you really are? your perception, your awareness of yourself. So, John's been tinkering around in the the lab. I drop by to visit him once in a while and strike up a friendly conversation. Hey, John Kaderka, how's it going in there? You've had the door locked, closed, you've been down there for a long, long time. How's it going in there? And John would turn around, and look at me, and go, uh, I'm working on it. Good communicator. But I knew I knew he was being so diligent in what he was doing. I came by to visit him about six weeks ago. Knocked on the door. Heard his voice, nobody's here. <laughs> Knocked again and said, John, this is Adamus. You can't fool me. Said, I'm busy. I'm almost there. Come back tomorrow. So I came back the next day and John had a big smile on his face. I mean, not that he really has a face, but kind of had a big smile. Said, I think I got it. He said, I've developed a Patch. You know, I mean, he was a programmer, engineer type, so that's that's how he thinks. Developed a patch, something that connects the real human to the master, the real human to energy. So, how does it work, John? He started to tell me, and I, said, I know I, I don't need all that engineering talk. Does it work, John? Does it work? And he said, Yes, it does how can you tell? How do you know? And he said, you know, I went back to myself as a human on the planet in this lifetime, not so very long ago. I went back to myself, let's call it a year or two before I left, and I tried it on myself, kind of like going back in time. He said, it changed my life. Something shifted. I was right about the time I pretty much knew I wasn't going to be on the planet much longer. So I didn't mind trying it on myself in case it didn't work. <laughs> At least it only killed me. He said, But I tried it on myself and it changed. I started communicating differently with me, with my beloved Leslie, with others. He said, I started being aware of things in other realms and, yeah, at first my old ego said I was just crazy, but then I realized I wasn't. So I said, John, let's wait till after the first of the year. Have you come in? Have you come in? Because I'm going to be talking about new friends. I'm going to be talking about the friend of energy and the new ego called the Wego let's do it. So that's what we're here for. Let's take a good deep breath and just allow. What is it? John calls it a, a patch or a link, and he was, he was always patching Crimson Circle software. He was really good at that, going into something that was kind of broken, and he'd patch it up and he'd get one part talking to the other. Bonnie would call him, maybe Gene call him, say, oh, the software doesn't work, and he'd patch it. He'd get it talking. And what he's done now is developed, you could say, a, kind of a consciousness patch, a link I invites you – I invite you – just to take a deep breath and allow this thing. He doesn't want to spend a lot of time describing, but allow this thing that opens you up to that connection to the Master. So it's not elusive. It's not somewhere else. It's not that you're going to hear words, but there'll be such a knowingness. That the master and you are together. Take a deep breath and allow that. And John says, actually own it. It's not his. He calls it freeware, <laughs> open source. Anyone who's ready can simply breathe in. And it's uh how would you say, John? Is it a, is it an energy link? Is it? No, no. And John's saying, just try it. It works. Stop trying to figure it out. It just works. What is it? It's that link that connects the human and the Master. a conduit, a pathway, a connection. Two points of light now that connect gracefully and easily, the human and the Master. Without the struggle, without mental, he's figured out kind of a circuitry. That allows one to go beyond thought. <laughs> and the next, that link from the human master, from your we go to, to energy. Energy is, is a song. It's a communication, but it was kind of falling on deaf ears. It was kind of like not integrating into your life. It was a real great concept, but how do you really bring it in? How do you really connect? How do you become friends with something that's really already you? How do you bypass the thoughts of the old ego, the criticisms and the judgments and everything else of the old ego to now commune with energy? Let it be your friend. So John invites you to breathe into this. this beautiful. He calls it an elegant circuitry such an engineer, like a pathway, connection between you and energy, your energy. And John is very careful to point out that he doesn't own this. It's not uh, his. He's just helping you to become aware of it. He figured out kind of the – I guess you could call it – the pathway, the circuitry, the software program, in, in, energetically speaking, that was already there within you so buried. It's not like you're getting some implant or anything else. You're becoming aware of a very natural, very beautiful connection, the Master to the human. No need to speak a lot of words with each other. That's the elegance of this um, circuitry. No need to speak a lot of words. You know how it is with a really good friend. You don't need to talk all the time. It's just there. Take a deep breath and all you have to do is allow it. That link between Master and human. You know, you've spent the last couple of years trying to figure it out. What do I do? How do I get there? What do I need to do to connect with the Master? John kind of opened, you could say, the awareness, the pathway, setting the example so you could open it up within yourself, and now that same thing, just that connection point between the human Master. And energy. John says in his work, and he had to keep coming back to absolute simplicity. Uh, he's using the term almost a zero point simplicity because every time he started getting complex, every time he started trying to – what is he saying? – trying to apply logic to it. It would fall apart. But he came to a near zero-point simplicity, and he became wildly aware of a natural connection, natural link that's already there between this Wise human and energy. Take a deep breath. Feel into the elegant design of this connection. Good deep breath. Bring into this year the new friends, the master and of energy and of the ego. Or we go. Bring that into this year and we now open the link, the connection. So what we have is all of this. Interacting, flowing, and moving together. You ever feel that you've lost the connection with the Master, or it's fading away? You ever feel that you're losing that friendship with energy? Just come back to this. I was going to say, Let's call it the Kaderka link, but he didn't like that. He said, it's yours. It's all yours. He also notes that he is not the first to um, come across this. I guess he calls it a, a patch. He's not the first to come across it. The others who have simply didn't share it. They didn't stay on the planet. They weren't able to channel it through another human. He's not the first to come across this, but he's the first to have the joy of sharing it. Let's take a deep breath. Patch this link between human, master, and energy. Let's take a deep breath as we begin a new year. Your best year ever. Oh, the world will be a mess, but (laughs) this will be your best year ever. With that. Deep thanks and acknowledgement to uh, John Kaderko who says he will be back and next time he won't mess with the technology, but he had (laughs) to to prove a point that he was really here. Uh, So uh, special acknowledgments to John and to all of you. Just remember that all is well in all of creation. Thank you and Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
0: So with that, I invite us to take the good deep breath and breathe in this dear message. Really breathe in and allow yourself to accept this gift, this patch. To take the good deep breath and feel in this patch between the human, the master, and energy. Take the good deep breath as we close out this session, thanking Jeff for channeling Adamus Saint Germain and for this gift from John Kaderka. Truly missed. Take the good deep breath, and we'll be back February 2nd for the next shout of Emergence. Thank you. Thank you, everyone.